You know, the original one is, let's get retarded in here. It is, it is. No, it's not. It is, I swear to you. That The original song, Black Eyed Peas, is Let's Get Retarded in Here. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought it meant the Alicia, Alicia. I keep thinking of the oh, Alicia no, Keys no, version no. in my head. Okay, no, no, no. Definitely that. I was like, I, don't remember, I can't imagine her saying that. <laughs> all right, have you guys um, been paying attention to all this meta VR stuff? Meta VR? Yeah, have you seen the latest commercial? I sent you the commercial. Meta VR? Meta, like the company Meta Facebook? Facebook. Oh! Yeah. Okay. No, I have not. I know that they're doing, like, they're trying to, like, do their own... Uh, virtual like reality, VR, AR. Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen the latest stuff. I have not. I have not, Johnny. No. Does, Sorry. Does any of that excite <laughs> you of any of the VR content that that is out there? Um, no, because I feel like it might be a little superficial. Didn't they say? I mean, it's superficial. Period. But I heard a thing supposedly that like the fa- the employees at Meta are like kind of like frustrated with uh, Zuckerberg or whatever, like his focus on the Meta VR stuff, aren't they? Like they're kind of like upset about i just don't see uh facebook or meta as like a vr company like i don't know well what... they own oculus right they do actually they yeah they do. own oculus. Yeah. you're right because like right. the there was that thing about a year ago where people were pissed off because if you want to log in online on the oculus quest you have to use your facebook login that's right mm. yeah are you guys gonna sign on to any of this no i mean i'm into vr but like for me i'm always i want vr to be amazing yeah I really am looking forward to when VR is just like, wow. So you guys, want so you're going to stick to PlayStation. Yeah, that's my yeah, ecosystem for, for sure. VR right now. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking the other day, looking a little bit further into the future, maybe when we're like old as shit, you think VR is going to maybe save a couple marriages? Oh. Because, okay. I can see that. This is weird, but what if you put on your VR headset and then you got your old girl and you're old as hell and you're looking at each other and you have no interest. But you put on the VR and all of a sudden you could deep fake her face. You could put slap on any celebrity you want on it. And you all her skin. And this reminds me of that movie, Her. Softens everything up. And I mean, if you're in the bedroom, then it might help out a little they, bit. They you know? explore this concept in the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix. Have you seen that movie, Joe? Yeah, I have. They kind of do that That's word. the best picture that is the ideal picture of what i that is the ideal visualization of what i picture la will be like oh the cityscape 30 years. looks so cool yeah it yeah. looks amazing her her h-e-r it's yeah, joaquin, it's, phoenix. Uh, joaquin phoenix and uh scarlett johansson. scarlett johansson but she's like an ai that he falls in love with and because she's an AI and he's human, they can't, like, really interact. So, like, they do this thing where he hires, like, a woman, a real-life woman who's going to be, like, a stand-in for her. Yeah. And it's kind of like what you're talking about, but in reverse, where yeah. the AI is what, what you're in love with and the physical body is just, like, the in-between, like, the third party for you. In yeah. your situation, it's reverse, where it's the person you want to be with, but using the VR tech. I, I mean, I don't think that per se will save a relationship i think maybe spice it up yeah i mean i what i what i would think uh like as far as like a married old married couple Mm -hmm. what i what i would what i could see happening is potentially them reliving their youth together Mm -hmm. so they look like younger versions of each other okay Maybe like that a, sparks, reignites that old flame because like a, you're literally looking at younger versions of yourself. Okay, like de-aging tech? Yeah, like a de-aging. Like de-aging. 
Ah, that'd be amazing. Once once VR gets off, we're gonna be getting off. Because imagine, <laughs> you know what I mean. Slap it on the shirt. That's a slogan right there. Because imagine the VR, it, you know, eventually it gets like super small, and then there's no no wires to it or anything. That's gonna be amazing. Well, the Quest is like that already. The Oculus Quest has no wires. Yeah, but you still. You're still thinking about that thing on your face, right? Yeah, but you True. still have the, okay. the unit on your face. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So maybe maybe you have that, and you could attach your uh, neural link into it. Uh-oh. How do you guys think might... How do you guys think that might... Uh, enhance the VR? That, the, yeah, that, that makes it... That makes, that makes it a reality. It's More just, of a reality. Let's just wait till the chimps stop dying, and then we'll be good. Dude, I'm... T- I'm not gonna lie, man. Once once uh, Neuralink is perfected, and the risk of injury or death is minimized to zero point point no, because we we can't get to zero 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 point zero 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 one. Let's say to 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 let's say to one digit Less goes than down to like no even five even nine percent. What? I'd still too, be willing to risk. That's it. too risky for me. No, I'd still be willing. If like and strategy RPGs and tactical RPGs have taught me anything, it's like ninety nine percent is still not good oh, enough for me. You have not played <laughs> XCOM. I have not. No, no, no. Or Final Fantasy Tactics? How you play that? I've played Tactics. Okay, so you know, ninety nine percent is not a guarantee. That's yeah, obviously it isn't. But, but I mean, I feel a little more comfortable like attaching something to my brain if I know that the percentage of me of anything bad happening to me is minimal. Min- okay. Minimal. You know, if we're talking about one a one digit percentage, I'm more hey, I'm more John. likely to do it. I, I don't think I'll ever take it unless I have like Parkinson's something heavy like like that. a last ditch oh, effort. Kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or get See, it to at least less than one. Like just even point one, I'll be I I I try it. Yeah, I think I'm for a long time I'm gonna stick to VR and AR. I'm a consumer, so if there's an opportunity to augment myself, and the likeliness of something Cyberpunk. bad happening to me is is i mean is low because technically that is a low percentage yeah it's low percentage in the same sense that like i don't know the odds of you driving out in the street right now and getting hit by another car are probably like low percentages right like that yeah you, you do that every day but like i don't think my odds of getting hit while i'm driving are like one percent they're probably less than that like, let's just say i've done a lot worse to my body <laughs> So, <laughs> I'd be down. I agree with Johnny. I think that would be like when I'm old and I'm like, you know what? I have not that much more to live for. I, I can afford to take calculated risk at that point. Yeah, I can agree with that. You're, you're already going to be old. Yeah. So, you're already looking for some type of exit or alternative. YOLO. Yeah. yeah I'd be down. But on, on the gaming side, personally, I want a blue Asari. Say it again. Blue Asari. Oh, for Mass Effect. Okay, yes. okay. I thought you said I'm sorry. I'm like, what do you do? Okay, <laughs> no. Asari. So that's, that's. Do you know who the Asari's are, Joe? Can you play no. Mass Effect? They're like the sexy blue aliens from the from Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm familiar with them. Okay, that's what Johnny's talking about. <laughs> okay. Look at you. Have you? Uh, I mean, this kind of correlates with the. Yeah. Have you guys watched Upload on Amazon? I don't have Amazon. Prime so okay so basically what happens on this show on Amazon Prime is uh, in this not too distant future you can upload your consciousness to a virtual world and then 
once you're in that virtual world, you can live basically forever. That sounds like sort of as long as the, as long as the server exists, you can live. I mean, you're dead in the real world. Oh, that's also a Black Mirror episode. It is. So you'll be you're and and there's a story. It's a comedy. It's by the it's by it's by uh, the dude who wrote The Office. Um, so yeah, basically in this future, you're able to like before you die or if you just decide you want to go to the upload, you can just upload your consciousness and it becomes part. Like it's basically it becomes data, and then you could do you can live the rest of your life in a virtual world. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, Black Mirror has a similar episode. I think it's the two females and they're they're uh, they're in a relationship. Two females mm-hmm. and one of them, I think, gets old and at some point she needs to upload. She needs to decide when to be uploaded. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I was also thinking this could be an episode of Black Mirror, maybe with the neural link. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be a dope uh, mystery thriller killer type of deal where you're. I don't know, like, say you got neural net, and then somebody convinces you that somebody committed a murder, but somebody convinces you with false memories that you committed that murder. Mm. Is that Total Recall? Is it? That sounds it's like Total kind, Well, kind of. A little the bit. false memory planning. It's similar, yeah. 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 Uh, that'd be an awesome film. That would be pretty um, cool. Yeah, get us into the intro, Andrew. But Johnny, <laughs> this is not a futurist podcast. <laughs> It's not even a movie podcast, although we could make it that way if we wanted to. This is the Duo Sense podcast where every, well, I can't say every week, but <laughs> <laughs> usually every other week or so we get together to talk about video game news and what we've been playing and video game stuff in general. But where are my manners? Let's introduce our special guest for today. We have, oh, I was about to do Johnny's intro. Let <laughs> me get Johnny out of the way first. Johnny, well, I just said it. We have the Badger of the High Desert. Yes the unnecessary one he's always down for the cause never down for the count the self-proclaimed lost cause himself johnny what's up johnny mnemonic johnny do you want to do the intro for <laughs> our guest you want me to do it you're better at this <laughs> all right all right we have uh what was i gonna say i i forgot the one he's last time but he's no he's no tom cruise <laughs> this minority has a report <laughs> he his lyrics are immaculate and the staging well it's accurate he calls himself the average Joe. Joe. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it's me. I think that's the same. That's like the variation I used from Forget last time. It. Yeah, it is. More it or is. less. Great. I remember the accurate <laughs> staging part and the lyrics part, but I, I, I forgot how to implement Minority Report. It's, in there. it's just Joe. It's, it's just, just Joe. Joe. <laughs> so, Joe, just. so in a very one-off, once every twenty years kind of thing going on, <laughs> Joe happened to be cruising through the desert. I was. Is is desert Palm Desert part of the High Desert? I took a bit of a detour. It's definitely not. It's part of the Coachella Valley. Is it? Yeah. Is it a valley if there's a desert? Uh. Okay. You know what? I don't know. I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Cause I think the High Desert just counters, uh, just encompasses San Bernardino County. So that makes sense. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, to the Joe Sense Podcast. I I didn't even introduce myself, did I? You didn't. I'm your host, as always, Andrew Roscoe. There we go. Got that way. The uh, Jedi of the high desert. I got to throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> what if I want to be a Sith, Joe? Okay, you can be a Sith. Hey, man. All right. All right, Johnny Weiss and Joe. I'm so used to just talking to Johnny. We got five stories for today. We might not get through all five. It might just be four because Johnny's like a little iffy about one of them being included. But uh, let's dive in. Our first story comes from Video Games Chronicle, written by Chris Scolian. 
It says here, Sega says it's planning multiple remakes, remasters, and new games this year. I love this setup. It's much easier like this. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're using a different setup than usual because Joe, Joe has the hookup. <laughs> Sega has promised a significant increase in new titles. It says, in a presentation detailing its results for the fiscal year ending March 2022, parent company Sega Sammy reported strong sales of console and PC games, citing increased profits compared to fiscal year 2021 and forecasting even higher numbers for fiscal year 2023. It puts the forecast down to a, quote, significant increase in titles, end quote, as well as continued revenue, revenue from the large number of new titles released during fiscal year 2022. This includes a number of new games it describes as, quote, remake slash remaster slash spinoff or change of theme, of which it says it is planning multiple titles. According to Sega, in the last financial year, it sold approximately 4 million games that fell into this category, including Sonic Colors Ultimate, which I think that is a remake, Mm -hmm. Super Mm -hmm. Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which I know is a remaster of Super Monkey Ball, and Lost Judgment, which is considered a spinoff of Yakuza. That's true. Sega predicts that it will sell around 5 million games in the same category in the financial year ending March 2023. This will include Sonic Origins, which is released on June 23rd. In terms of its games in general, Sega says that seven titles released in the last financial year had a global simultaneous launch and multiple platform support, resulting in around 6 million sales. And then, let's see, it kind of just ends right around. I mean, there's more, but it's talking about fiscal, more financial numbers. Technical financial. Yeah. So, Johnny, you brought this up to me because you know I love Yakuza. Have you either of you guys played uh, Judgment or Lost Judgment? Probably not. I have not. So, I yeah, Judgment either. and Lost Judgment are their spinoffs of Yakuza. They're more focused on the brawling thing because Yakuza, the mainline Yakuza games are now going to be uh, turn-based RPGs. So, like, they've kind of been like a rebranding kind of thing going on. So, that's like their other stuff on the side. But, like, Sonic, I mean, we, they've done a lot of Sonic games this last few years. There's a... Was it uh, Sonic Colors? There's also Sonic uh, Forces, I think it's called. Yeah, Forces. And there's some other Sonic. Like, they've been like p- pumping out those Sonic games like every other year. It doesn't mean it's a good thing because mm. some of them are like so far. I heard Sonic Forces is just okay, and then like the generation, the Sonic Generations one's like the better one. That's what I've heard, which is like the 2D and 3D Sonic put together. Yeah, it was. It's it's cool. It's have you played cool. it? Yeah, I have. I don't. It's I don't. Right. I don't really have a big history or pedigree with like Sonic. That's not. That, I've never been a Sega kid or whatever, so I don't really have that attachment to Sonic. Do you know if they're licensing all that stuff out, or is it in-house? It doesn't say in the article, but Sega's big enough where they could do all this in-house. Because they have teams, like, they have, there's a Yakuza team, the uh, Gaio, I can't remember the name of the studio, Gaio Ryu, Gaio Rai something, and, like, they do Judgment and Yakuza and all the yakuza related spin-offs are all contained there and then they have of course the sonic team which is the main like sonic team that does right stuff. it's literally just called sonic team they're literally called sonic team yeah so they have i i think i think the monkey ball one might have been outsourced maybe because i think some of the stuff with monkey ball is like kind of inconsistent but yeah i don't have a huge pedigree with i don't have a huge history with sega i i mean i love the movie not really related but i love the the, the both movies have been really good and so i know like sonic is kind of getting more uh, attention because of the films like there's people discovering the games through the films and stuff so if you guys haven't watched the films you absolutely have to watch the films they're so good so i i didn't think yeah. i would like sonic 2 more than sonic 1 and yet i did absolutely it's much better than the first one although My- the first one's pretty good but it's like 
It's like the first one I gave it like an eight. This one's like a eight point five nine. So yeah, I I can agree with that. Yeah, I hear uh, Jim Carrey really comes through, right? He came through like he's golden era Jim Carrey, huh. like Jim Carrey at his best for sure. So which which is which is interesting because um, you know he's gonna retire. Uh, he he's retiring after this. Did he say he's retiring? Or he's taking a yeah. break. He said he's retiring. Oh okay. And uh, I guess the interviewer who was with him, he's like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty serious. So that was interesting. But um, Sonic uh, Mania, which That's came out about four years ago, That's the one I was, of. was phenomenal. It basically remixed all of uh, a lot of Sonic stages that we remember, like Green Hills. and Yeah. So it remixed a bunch of those. And it was made by mod, moderate mod, modders. So they hired, they literally hired modders who were in, you know, in the underground video game circuit. Really? They hired modders to make that game. I had no idea. Yeah, and which is similar to what they're doing with Origins. Um, that's why it has that aesthetic, that 2D aesthetic that it has. Right, right. Because. Um, or is it, I think Generations too, right? It has a, where it switches back and forth between 2D and 3D Sonic. Yeah. But that wasn't made. No, that that's made by the Sonic team. Oh, okay, okay. These newer ones that have that two D old aesthetic uh, are made by these modders. They literally hired modders. To, I'm so to glad make we brought games. Joe on because he has no. he has this he has his ear to the streets on the Sonic stuff. So. Not on all of it, but you know I'm here. Uh, but I mean, it's exciting to hear that Sega is you know doing more. Um, will. Will, would we ever see another system? That'd be crazy. Nah, I don't think. Um, I don't think the market's like it takes a significant amount of resources to get. I mean, like look, like what they did with uh, freaking the what was the Amazon thing they tried to do with the system? The Amazon, not Amazon. Oh, the, um, the Google was it the, the Stadia? Stadia. Stadia. There you Stadia, go. Like yeah. that didn't you know really pan out. Although again, that was like a streaming thing. It so, was a streaming. So that could be more, why. Yeah. But it's, this isn't like the '90s and '80s where you can just like jump in, like, hey, like it's like it's not an even playing ground. We're anymore. here, no, it's definitely not. Yeah. Okay, on the topic of uh, Sega, do you guys think it makes any sense for PlayStation to buy Sega? Because that's one of the names they keep. I don't think so. Around, right? No, I wouldn't want that at all. Mm, no, I don't think so. If anything, right now Sega actually is closer to Microsoft, like relationship-wise. Like, that's true. That's a good point. They have a lot more. Uh, I know they've been more buddy-buddy in the last few last year or so. So I don't think that's really in the cards. Yeah. Although I mean they're both Japanese, so like that would be like the one foot in the door kind of thing. But nah, nah, I don't say that. I don't think it's it's, it's not close. worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. So, and it's probably I imagine the valuation would probably be really high anyway. So it's, yeah, I think so too. Those those resources could be better allocated to something else. So I hope not. Uh, although Jim Ryan did tease and say like there is more of uh, acquisitions. Announcements to yeah, I just don't up. think that's one of them at all. No, I don't. I wouldn't think they're especially with the film doing so well. They're not really trying to sell off, be acquired. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't think so. Let's move on, gentlemen, to our next story. This one comes from ComicBook.com, written by Tyler Fisher. Says Star Wars Jedi Survivor leak drops information about release date, which is good. Yesterday it says yesterday we relayed word that the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is not called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Two. But Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Fast forward, and now a new report claims the game is releasing sometime between February 2023 and March 2023, right before EA's fiscal year ends. Of course, this is a completely different window from the first game, which was released in November. 
If true, it's interesting EA is abandoning the holiday window, especially after having so much success releasing the first game during it. What this suggests, though, is that EA wants to get it out before its fiscal year ends at the end of March, and this could be problematic. It's quite possible the game was supposed to ship holiday 2022, as many rumors suggested. Just about every game has suffered from sort some sort of delay. We'll be t- we'll be talking about delays for yeah. a bit due to the pandemic. It's economical side effects and the shift to working from home it burdened many teams with. In other words, a release in the first quarter of 2023 could represent a slip from holiday 2022. This is the good scenario. The bad scenario is the game is being rushed out the door to release this fiscal year. As you may know, EA is infamous for doing this to several major releases. This is also this is all just speculation, though, based on the aforementioned report, which comes the way of Jeff Grubb, a prominent industry insider and leaker. Unfortunately, this is the extent of the report and the extent of the specificity of the report. If this changes, we will be sure to update the story accordingly. Okay. And this is, of course, if either EA or developer respond entertainment or any individual connected to either comments on this report and speculation, we will be sure to update the story. Okay. It kind of just ends right there. Yeah, it literally ends right there. So I think we're going to find out. There is no way this month, especially with Star Wars Celebration, right. ends without some information about this game. Um, I think it's funny that they're trying to get it out right as the fiscal year ends, because that also happens to mark the end of their 10-year exclusivity contract with uh, Lucasfilm. With Lucas. Like, it literally ends in 2023, like, right around there. So uh, this is kind of, I guess, a, you could call it like a swan song of sorts for them in a way, kind of like the ending of that relationship. But they also... EA through Respawn Entertainment still has three planned Star Wars games that are still working on. Unrelated. No, this is supposed to be one of them. Jedi Fallen Order. Not Fallen Order 2. That's not what it's called, but yeah. And there's like one more they're doing with. Uh, I can't remember the team. It's supposed to be a first person shooter and mm. another puzzle game that they're doing with uh, in collaboration with another studio. But this kind of. Joe, did you, have you played Fallen Order? Yeah, of course. How do you feel about that game? I mean, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I thought I thought there could be more to it. It definitely ends with like a cliffhanger. Kind yeah, of. It, it ends it ends on a cliffhanger. I mean, you can. There's definitely more story to tell. Uh, but I felt like we could have gotten more. Maybe we could have gotten some DLC. Like there could have been more content that they could have given us. It does feel, I think, a little shallow yeah I, I yeah i remember playing it and thinking like okay this is fun but it feels like a lot of the stuff you're unlocking like like moves and abilities like they're not you don't really need them no like there's never a moment in the game where i felt like oh i better switch up the strategy it's like i kind of just use the same strategy throughout the entire yeah. game and it kind of it was enough and i just felt like there wasn't like that much to interact with in the world mm-hmm. i mean there was like little things like use the force here and stuff like that but it just felt like I was visiting empty husk of planets, doing the thing, and then just like being on my way. And I'm just yeah. like, I wish there was more interaction, more stuff. Like, I mean, there is stuff to do. Like, there's like optional side creatures you can like fight and stuff. They're just like palette swaps of regular creatures. Yeah, that's all. They're, they're, that's all they are. Just more more hulked up. Yeah, uh, creatures, but nothing substantial. Yeah, I felt like there could have been more content. Definitely more content. I mean, the story was fun. It was cool. You got to fight some some great bosses. Inquisitors. And, yeah, the yeah. Inquisitors, Darth Vader. Spoiler, whatever. I was about to say that. Spoiler. Like, oh, yeah. If you yeah, haven't played it by been, now. Yeah. If you haven't played it by now, <laughs> you probably don't plan on playing anyways. Johnny, what do you think? What do you think? What do you want? What do you want more from another? Because I know you had some issues with this game, and so what do you what do you want from a sequel? Honestly, I kind of forgot. 
but uh, I think it was solid, dude. The com- the combat is amazing. Yeah, playing, for sure. Playing with the bosses, fucking great. Uh, I think yeah, I think it was good only really when you're doing the bosses though, because I just feel like regular encounters were just like whatever. I think the world was lacking a little bit in mm-hmm. detail, a lot of maybe like uh, texture popping that type of deal. I mean, that'll be refined in the next one for sure, right? Well, you played the PS4 version, huh? That's yeah, why. That's I played the yeah. PS5, the free upgrades. Yeah, I had a, t- a ton of lag. I heard the PS4 version is suboptimal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, draw distances weren't all that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think as, as far as a fun game, it brought me back to the PS2 games, you know? It feels like a very simple, this, this is what you're buying, and it's what you get, and that's it. That's cool if it didn't have DLC. For the next one, I think the Reach... I want pod racing. Mm. That's a fucking reach, but that'd be dope. If they can get it into this game and have segments where it's it's tied into the story, that'd be awesome. I, I kind of get what you're saying. I think I think the game, the first one, does have it has good bones, and by that I mean like there's a solid structure there. There's a simple like format that works. There's nothing wrong with the basic premise of the game, right? It's just it, it could it could do with some more polishing and some. I guess more things to kind of break up the monotonous gameplay. Like you're saying pod racing. I'm just kind of thinking like other stuff to interact with. It's not just the core combat, like other stuff to kind of just break up the flow a little bit and kind of give you more stuff to kind of like, like not soak in, but kind of like immerse yourself into a galaxy far, far away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Also, also my expectations for this game were super, super low. So when I finally get (laughs) that help, yeah, when I got through it, I was like, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I like the direction that they're going into. Yeah. But, of course, I'm comparing it to what could have been 1313. You know? Right. Ugh. Well, yeah. I mean, we may never. Yeah. 1313 was probably going to be dope as hell. Let's pour, pour one out for 1313. Actually, isn't the other person that's working on the Star Wars game Amy Hennig? Yes. Amy Hennig. she was in charge of part of 1313. No, 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 no. She right. was part of uh, Project Ragtag. Which oh, right. her new game is rumored to be a revival of that yeah. because the original Project Ragtag got scrapped by EA, and it sounds like she's getting a second chance at the exact same game again. From rumors, rumors, we don't know for sure, but yeah, no, 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 no. 1313, I was even before EA, 1313 was something else. Uh, I forgot who was the team on that one, but that was like pre EA exclusivity contract because that was before even the Disney acquisition, I think. That was like 20. Oh, so. Uh, 11 2012 yeah. around there mm-hmm. and they just got scrapped just because like they just the resources and the what they wanted to de- devote to making that game they just didn't see it as like worth it so they got scrapped for that that was supposed to be like a boba fett kind of like early story kind of thing because i think i don't know if they mm-hmm. show him in, the, in that gameplay like that one gameplay trailer we got where he's like in the train cars or whatever yeah i don't remember if that is boba fett but like that whole premise 1313 was pitched as like a boba fett game if you uh, go to YouTube right now, they just released some of the content for thirteen thirteen, where they have uh, they have whole levels. Oh, they put more with the with the combat. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know so that. Stuff we had, we like there was nothing else for whatever it was thirteen years or whatever, right? Yeah. Thirteen thirteen, because that's some, there's some new content that was just released about that game on YouTube. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the level uh, on Coruscant that they're at. I think the game takes place. That's what the number yeah. comes from. But yeah, Amy, yeah, Amy Hennig's attached to do a. Uh, with uh, Sky Media is, is the studio she runs now, and they're doing. Uh, it seems to be a revival of what Ragtag was supposed to be, which uh, some people who saw what Ragtag was supposedly it was like a really bomb ass game. So hopefully she gets to 
do that properly now. So we'll see about that. I, I'm on her own terms. On her own terms. That's right. Uh, I'm kind of excited about another one. I mean, Fallen Order I thought was fun. It was just kind of there. Um, like I, I have gripes with it. It's a, it's a it's a competent game. It's a very competent game. So if they could just do that and just add a little more, just make it more Star Warsy, I guess you could say. Like maybe like just fill in the worlds a little, fill in a little with more people, more stuff to interact with, and I think you, you'll have like another game of the year contender. Yeah. I want more of what I saw at the very end with Vader. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Yo, that sequence after you fight him. Oh, you're just fun. like you're just running away. When you're things, running away yeah, from him. That's Golly, cool. That was fun. Yeah. I'll give for it. Let's see what the I also like the little fucking bot. That thing was great. Oh, yeah. um shoot, what's it called? B T B D B T E D I forgot I can't remember the name. B D one. B D one, thank you. Yeah. B D Is it B D one? Yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah, so, so if they, they make, make that more... Uh, who also appears uh-huh. in... Very briefly. Briefly in Boba Fett. In Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Although I'm or not sure a, if it's, a, it's the same a, one. Yeah, it's one like it. That model droid, so... Yeah, so, so if they, they integrate more of that into the game and they make him like a little station where you can upgrade your weapons, you know, just give him more to... We already had that. Did, was that part of it? Yeah. You yeah, you your could lightsaber. Upgrade your, you could upgrade your lightsaber. You swap out crystals No, through BD. No, you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you don't have oh, to just. Oh, that'd be dope. So you don't yeah. have to find just the stationary benches. Yeah, kind of like uh, what's the name? The game with the zombies on your bike. Uh, Days gone. Days gone. Oh, you could just upgrade like where. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got you. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be convenient. All right, I would love a little more integration in like the overall Star Wars story. Because uh, you do. I mean, you you were it's set you know within a specific time. Right. But now that we have Obi Wan. Uh, coming out soon next week or two weeks from now is that the same timeline it's it is it's in that same, same timeline, timeline. Yeah. and there's With actually the inquisitors and everything and joe just reminded me supposedly there is a uh the when they interviewed ewan mcgregor that he dropped that there was supposed to be like some his character is supposed to be some kind of interaction in the upcoming star wars game oh that'd be fantastic he, can you imagine seeing cal in obi-wan no, no, no! The, the other way around. That he's supposed to show up in a game. Oh shit! Well, that'd be that'd be even better. Well, Cal in a TV show would be awesome. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's we have name. the actor. Yeah, yeah. Mon, uh, Mon, Mon, I can't remember his name. Monaghan, Montague, the guy who Moynihan or Mon- yeah, the guy who plays Joker in Gotham. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He's also in a uh, Shameless. He's one of the sons in Shameless. Is that the one with William H Macy? That yep. show. Never he's seen it. He's the middle son. That's the show that has Emmy Rossum, right? Yeah. Oh, I love Emmy mm. Rossum. I've never seen the show, Bad Lovers. She could sit on my face. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. This isn't that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> All right, Jenna. Uh, before you get to the next story, What's up? Uh, I forgot about this. Do you have any thoughts on the Nintendo Indie? I didn't watch all of it, yeah. uh, so I haven't. I don't. I can't really tell you much. I know there was there's two games I was excited about. Uh, those Sea of Stars, which is an RPG. That, that was great. Top down. Yes. Yeah. The it's like kind of like Chrono Trigger inspired. Uh-huh. Like ISO, right? Isometric. Isometric. Yes. Yeah. It's like it looks. It looks like Chrono Trigger. Yeah. And they made it just like, well, I, no. Even like the art looks the same. I had seen the buzz on that like uh, prior though. Yeah. Right? Sea of Stars. Yeah. They showed it. I think. At Last year, during what another Nintendo like indie thingy, it does remind me of Chrono Trigger. It has that style, and then there was uh, shoot, I can't remember. There was like another game that they showed that I was like, like I want to play that one, but I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. 
But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I didn't watch the indie. I just saw the highlights from people talking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, like that was a game I remember being interested. So I'm glad. Like, I think it got a release date for this fall, right? Didn't it? I don't know if it did. I think so. So, anyways, moving on, gentlemen, to our third story. Here we have one that Johnny seems to be more excited about than I do. But is that, is that my story? It's the side hill stuff. So here we go, from Kotaku, (laughs) (laughs) written by Jeremy Winslow. I hear Winslow, and I think of Family Matters. Yep. You know what I mean? Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Carl. Carl. Says leaker, says Konami pulled Silent Hill picks it apparently doesn't want you to see. A well-known leaker who goes by the username Desk Golem has obtained and shared several images from a supposed in-development Silent Hill game on Thursday. The screens, posted to Desk Golem's Twitter account, Weren't up for long. According to the leaker, Konami swiftly swooped it in to take those images down. Though the specific reason for why remains unknown for now. Dusk Golem is an established leaker, revealing apparent details about games before studios announced them. For example, he unveiled that Monster Hunter Rise would run on the RE engine back in August 2020, before Capcom confirmed the details. He also got word that Resident Evil Village nearly had mermaid monsters. I'm glad it doesn't, because that would have been silly. <laughs> so while Dusk Golem seems to have a proven track record, you should absolutely take everything he says with a grain of salt. This is a leak, after all, and moreover, games that are in development are subject to, cha- subject to change. If a game does go on to exist, it may not look like this, or it may not come out at all. And literally, the article just ends right... Oh, no, no I'm sorry. No, there's a picture. A leaked Silent Hill image. Have you seen this yet, Johnny, or no? I have. You heard it, Johnny. Oh, I haven't seen it. It'll be a little awkward, so I'll do it turn the monitor here for a second here Ooh, it looks like really has a really good lighting yeah that looks like a Johnny, what are you resident doing? evil 7 Johnny, what are you doing yeah what are you doing man uh, back to oh my god <laughs> that's a johnny that, that, that does it looks very realistic it looks very it, it reminds me of resident evil honestly like village Anyways, seven on, for sure. On May 12, Dusk Golem tweeted four images of what he claimed were from a Silent Hill game that's currently in development. He said the source was new, but that the individual gave him, quote, more than enough proof, end quote, to believe the images were legit. Though nothing was substantiated with, with Kotaku, he also gave a few details about the project, which apparently includes the names Anita and Maya, as well as a reference to a SMS message. So like any leaker does, Dusk Golem posted this only for the images to get blocked. He then took to reset era to claim that it was Konami who sent him the takedown notice. Says Kotaku has reached out to Konami for comment. And they have yet to respond. I believe so. <laughs> oh, yeah. When reached for comment via email, Dusk Golem shared the images with Kotaku and gave some more information about the notice he received. Quote, never happened before with anything else I've ever posted regarding Konami. First time for me, Dusk Golem said. I think they just deleted it because it ruins some surprises, especially once people know what this project is actually. Sorry, not going to elaborate as it's a bit of a spoiler and I think would be harmful to be out there for the devs and the players, end quote. And it kind of just goes from there. Uh, so clearly, there's a saying, when there's smoke, there's fire, gentlemen. And this is what I've been telling you for a minute. And you said it wasn't. You said it wasn't smoke. I didn't? I said that? No, it was a whole... Uh, uh, it can't be. Okay, this is a little sketchy, but the whole blue box thing. Oh, dude, this has nothing to do with Blue Lock. I don't think it does. Well, the rumors are fucking true. There's a point. Well, we always knew there was a Silent Hill game in development. After the fact. We knew there was like three of them. Well, you said correlation doesn't equal causation, as you said earlier, Johnny. Because okay. <laughs> that, no, that whole Blue Box thing is like completely unrelated to any of this. Now I think it's unrelated, yeah. 
Yeah, because this is clearly this has nothing to do with Hassan or whatever his name, uh, the guy yeah, from Blue Box. I feel like he just overshot. Yeah, I mean, we knew Silent Hill was in development because they've literally said before that it was supposed to be working with another, like, illustrious Japanese studio or something. So this looks like Blooper Team? Right? It could be Blooper Team. It could be. It has that style because, it's like, the, you see the red hallway looks very much like the medium, which is, like, one of their games. So it looks like Blooper Team. It doesn't look like, uh, what is it called, the studio that Sony just purchased? Um, That's a lot of them. Which one? The one that makes it very nice. Oh, uh, Blue Point? Yes. That's no. Probably not be no, I don't think so. This, so, but for Konami to take them down, like there has to be something there, right? So yeah, yeah for sure, yeah. for sure. Otherwise, they wouldn't even like just be like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. They wouldn't bother. Yeah. So, I think there's definitely something there. Um, that I'm, was their mistake on addressing it immediately and saying having it taken down. Right. It's like oh, you know, because they could have not said anything. And then people would have been like, oh, this is just Because there's been so many, yeah, because there's been so many, like, rumors and stuff where people are kind of just, like, it's like crying wolf kind of thing at this point where it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But, but the, the fact, fact that Konami addressed it and say, hey, yeah. take down. But it also might be, yeah, it kind of confirms it, but it could also be Konami saying, like, hey, we're looking at what the fuck you're doing. Don't do any more of this shit, you know? So they have to address it. Like yeah, you that's true. Know? Kind of. I yeah, because then they might just embolden him to put more stuff exactly. out there. Yeah, I got yeah. you. And then really spoil stuff. Yes. True. True. Yeah. It's you're. It's a. It's a between a rock and a hard hard place kind of thing. So yeah. Also the the portion of the SMS. Uh, I sent you this on the DM, uh, but I think Alana Pierce was talking about the game following you around beyond what the game offers. So SMS messages. Some like kind of like phone. integrated yeah, tech. Yeah, your phone and you get like eerie text messages. Outside. On your actual phone? Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be crazy. Companies are getting pretty creative <laughs> with stuff out there too now with like like Pokemon Go and like all these other like where they try to get you into. Hey, didn't Death Stranding do something similar? Like where like remember Kojima's like, oh, like you're already playing the game even though it's not out yet kind of thing. You remember when we said that? Like, they try to implement, like, weird, like... They're getting really creative with stuff now. Would you guys sign up to that? Because after a certain hour, I don't want messages. But if the game knows what section I'm at... <laughs> Not tonight, it can send me some, Yeah, it can send me something, whatever, 5 p.m. And it, it's it's uh, giving me more... I'm sorry. Giving it's me more, more exposition, exposition before I get to the next section through my cell phone. I don't know, because then that kind of controls how you play the game. Like, that controls the pacing of the game for you. I wouldn't want that. I would just, like, if I want to binge the game all at once or whatever, then, like. It's like when you get, like, when you have one of those mobile games, and then it sends you alerts, like, oh, now you can mine whatever. Something's fully replenished. Yeah, you're kind of, like, I guess you have, like, this expectation of urgency. Like, oh, it sent me an alert. I better get on it. Like, did you, see, did you see, like, a while back, people were complaining about, um, shoot, what was it? Was it Far Cry or some other game? People were like, if they started the game and then they just didn't play anymore for a while, like, they would get emails like, hey, like, you know, this, the, this island needs you. Like, it's just it's a little intrusive. Yeah. It's, well, it's just annoying, really. But it's like, hey, it's like they're trying to guilt you to get back into the game. And it's just like, yeah, uh, but you sign up to it. That is true. You do. That is true. Force you to- I mean, PlayStation has been trying to do something like this for a while where you integrate. I mean, when when I remember when PS4 first came out, like they were super hot on uh, on linking your phone with through through the PlayStation app as your extended remote or extended oh, yeah. screen. I don't know if you guys remember, but there were like specific games where you can uh, you can like con- link your phone uh, as your second screen. Like oh, Fallout did that. Remember? 
have vaguely. you could get the you could get the fallout app are you talking and about then, like the bunker one the underground one no 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 oh. no fallout 4 i believe really like where you can download the pip boy app on your phone and instead of you pulling up the pip boy on the game you would just pull up the pip boy on your phone and make whatever adjustments you had to make they did that for uh, one of the Assassin's Creed games, I remember, too, where you could, like... It was, like, I think Black Flag, the, the pirate one, oh, okay. where you could manage your fleet and, like, send, like dispatch them on missions on your phone linked to your actual game account. Yeah. That was kind of cool, actually. I actually, I did do that because it actually made the in-game stuff easier by getting, like, resources and stuff like that. So, yeah. I, I actually do want something like that. <clears throat> I, I thought about Resident Evil. Maybe I want to read the lore through my phone, you know? So I can mm. pick up documents. And, and then I, read them later. Yes, exactly. That'd be dope. Like you, yeah, that'd be sick. You just have your Resident Evil app, any any documents you've downloaded. Instead of wasting time and reading them in game, you could just pull them up on your phone later. Be like, okay, we'll have some time. Pull it up. Okay, I found these. Boom. But not just that. Maybe in the documents. Uh, I mean, you could read them in the game. It's a, on your spare time. You could figure out like, oh, there's a little puzzle in the puzzle in this document, and then it ends up giving me a key code for a better. Oh, time. that'd be dope. That'd be super dope. There was a thing they did with, uh, I don't remember if it was Gran Turismo or which game, where like you could use your PSP as the back mirror. I don't know if you guys remember that. You like hooked up your PSP to your PS3 controller. That's cool. I don't remember. But that's as cool. one of the, it was during the PS3 era where like they were doing like the shit, uh, the count, the share play, all that stuff or whatever. Uh-huh. And like your PSP could be used as like the back rear view mirror kind of thing. Oh, like, that's like someone would hold it up for you and he like just like glance at the PSP like sounds like a latency issues yeah there would well, be latency be, issues for sure I guess I don't know how, how tight it was but like it's not like over uh, you're right there in the same room as the PS3 with it so I don't know yeah for me I thought it was super cool when you could connect your Pip Boy to your phone did you ever get the I actual Pip Boy like the actual like plastic nah one? I wanted to get it oh, but I didn't something with a little cardboard cut out no it was no plastic. it was like a legit it attached Pip to your Boy arm. that you could purchase yeah oh, really? yeah, yeah. I mean, you put your phone in it. Yeah, you can slide your phone in there, and then it was it. it was the casing, and then you put you would put your phone on it. That I think that was part of the whole. You're right. I experience. Yeah. So you you bought the casing, you could put your phone in there, and then that would be your pit boy. So instead of you bringing it up in the game, you could just use your 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 literal pit boy. Boom, boom, boom. Fix it. You give yourself health or change your weapons. All that shit. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, because we were talking about Simon Hill. I think. He's a photographer, right? Oh, no, I'm talking about Alan, Alan Wake. Yeah, it's a no, he's, he's actually, an author. He's an author, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you have a game where you got to take your phone and you take photos in the game because maybe you're a detective. And then once you have that photo, it goes into like some kind of uh, database and then it goes into your phone. Uh, that's too much fucking work. That sounds like something we've no. seen before. I feel like that sounds very familiar. We're like... Uh... Oh, no, never mind. I'm thinking of Pokemon Snap from like back in the 90s where you could take pictures of the Pokemon and then take yeah. your cartridge to Blockbuster and they would print out the photos and stickers of the in-game that's screenshots cool. he took. Yeah, that's cool. That was the thing I remember when I was a kid. That was cool. But You guys remember Fatal Frame? I, I never played them, but I know what the games are. Yeah. So Fatal Frame on the, on the PS3, you would have to use your control because you know how the control had the motion? Yeah, six axis. Yeah, so six axis. So you would have to like, oh, that was the hardest game, man. I hated that game. I don't like horror games. Because you would <laughs> you would literally have to hold your control at a certain angle to take the picture. And if you didn't take the picture, you would get killed because the ghost would get you. Oh, man. I think they had it on the Wii, too. No, you did the Wii motion. Yeah, yeah, the motion, yeah, yeah, yeah. The motion control on the Wii. Mm. But, man, 
I mean, they try to be innovative, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. So, if this were to work an SMS situation for Silent Hill, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't be mad at. I that. wouldn't want anything from Silent Hill contacting me when I'm not playing. That's that's like. But some doesn't black that kind of crap. enhance the experience a little Andrew bit? Andrew doesn't like horror games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but then you just wouldn't play it. He, like he plays. Resident oh, Evil, that's fair. That's fair. I but mean, if he's you, not the type to take the full experience, experience sit down in a dark ass room. That's not true. I play Resident Evil <laughs> Village in this. I turn off all the lights in the living room. <laughs> oh, but you stay in the living room, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where my TV was at the time. So I mean, I guess we'll just have to see what they eventually do. But I think that'd be dope. Getting an SMS from Silent Hill. Yeah, just rope. All right, gentlemen. Let's move on to our fourth story for the night. It says this is from Gimatsu. Says Capcom to release multiple major new titles by March thirty first, twenty twenty three. So very similar to the Sega story, basically. It says here Capcom will release multiple major new titles in 2023 including the monster hunter rise sunbreak expansion and the company said in its financial results results report for the fiscal year ended march 31st the company plans to release a total of 45 SKUs, so that means like individual like products versus the 24 SKUs shipped <laughs> in the fiscal year that just ended what are you laughing at me john so it could be like the same game just on all on three different platforms. It could be because it technically it could is different be. SKUs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be that. Because yeah, it would show up as a different like little barcode thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little misleading. So it could be Street Fighter on the Switch, the the Xbox, and the PlayStation. That's already three. Yeah. Is that likely though? Because a lot of games are canceling for prior for prior consoles, like uh. Batman, Batman, Batman games just started doing that. Mm. Oh yeah, they they got rid. They're not doing the PS4 and Xbox One version anymore for uh, Gotham. Oh, Knights. for Gotham Knights. Yeah, Knights, it's yeah. clear. It's just current gen only. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that. I'm not mad at that. Likely that that there's more skills for more consoles. A total of 37 million units are expected to be sold overall, with 10 million units coming from new titles and 27 million units coming from catalog titles. This is compared to 36. No, I'm sorry, 32.6 million units. The previous fiscal year and 30.1 million is the year before it. Capcom's announced slate of upcoming titles includes Capcom Fighting Collection, which I'm excited about. Didn't they just do one of those? Yeah. Okay. They did the Street Fighter. Okay. Yeah. This one's June 24th, so next month. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which next. You never played Monster Hunter? I'm not a fan. Oh, I love Monster Hunter World. Just don't like it, or just yeah. It's I couldn't. I couldn't get Johnny thing. into it either. It's not my thing. No. You just couldn't. Capcom Arcade Second Stadium. Do you know that one, Joe? I have not. I've never heard that one. Resident Evil Reverse. So this was the game that was supposed to come out with Resident Evil Three, the that uh, online mode that was attached to it, and then oh yeah, we yeah. just never got it for some reason. Resident Evil Two again. So there's like the PS5, Xbox Series X versions. What Joe was talking about basically. Resident Evil Three again, the PS5, Xbox Series yeah. X version. <laughs> Resident Evil Seven Biohazard again, the PS5, Xbox Series version. Exo Primal, I don't know that one. That's the dinosaur game. Pragmata, the one we've been excited for, John. Yes, yes. Next year. And Street Fighter Six, and it just says to be announced. TBA. When does the the the, the Dark Darkstalkers one? Is that one this year? Uh, the Darkstalkers collection, it unless it's part of one of the one other ones I mentioned. Well, we're talking about next year for. Right, they're talking about next year. Up so until these are everything from now until the thirty first of March of next year. Then. It might be part of the arcade second stadium one, maybe. No, it isn't. No, it's its it own isn't. thing. It's its own thing. Oh. 
Since Capcom also shared the following updated sale numbers for Resident Evil Village, has sold over 6.1 million units. Monster Hunter Stories 2 sold over 1.5 million units. Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise sold an additional 4.1 million units. 4.1 million units. And Resident Evil 7 Biohazard sold an additional 1.8 million units during the last fiscal year. So even like the older titles are still getting some numbers here and there. And it just kind of ends right there, Johnny. So uh, I, I'm not a huge Street Fighter fan. I mean, I know I know when they come out, it's always like a... Huh? I know it's always like a big event when they come out. Uh, other than that, I think the only thing I'm really interested in here is Pragmata, which is like a game that was like shown when the PS5 was first shown off, which is like the the guy on when the sky shatters and he's with a girl and they go out into like the moon or space thing or something. I don't know if you guys remember that one. It kind of has Kojima vibes. But it it's also not, has yeah. like Dead Space armor. Yeah, yeah. He he looks like he has like the Ludos like like suit or the whatever. Ludens. Ludens, I'm sorry. Ludens, yeah. That's the only of the listed games. Like that's like the only one that really grabs my interest. So, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of indifferent to what whatever Capcom Capcom has been doing with, with I mean, with the exception of any of the fighting games because obviously <laughs> I'm, a fight, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of that. I'm indifferent. Yeah, like I didn't really get into like the newer the newer shit like. I think six is where I where I really stopped. I played a little oh, bit of. That was a bad. That was a good place to stop because six. Yeah, yeah, I played some of seven. Oh, but um, you haven't done the remakes. I have not done oh, the remakes. They're so good. They're really good. I have two of them, but I haven't played them. What? Dude, you'll, you'll get into it ASAP. I implore you to try them, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I played seven. I played it in VR, and that was great. But I just didn't want to keep going because it kind of like. I was playing it in VR. So That's pretty brave of you. It's scary as shit, yeah. man. Especially if you go full immersive with the headphones. Sheesh. It's scary. <laughs> I, I could not. I've played that game so many times that I could not play it in VR all the way. <laughs> it's scary. I got to like the first section where, like, where they knock you out and you're in the chair. And then, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm done. I'm and done. it's kind of like a, it kind of makes you sick a little bit. Oh, you don't have your VR legs? Yeah. No, you can't just you just can't play it for too long. Oh, I'd okay. say an hour max if you're gonna play uh, Resident Evil Seven or or even Eight in VR. You want to play it for only an hour. You think maybe because of a poor frame rate? Um, no, I think because uh, it's immersive and it's pretty graphic. Oh, okay. Um, so it kind of does induce a little bit of like oh. So it's not like craziness. a motion blur thing. No, right? it's not so much the motion blur. It's oh, just okay. like. You're, it's the it's nature pretty of the immersive, game. yeah. Okay. Yeah. As mean, I like sound design. Um, you know, especially if you have like a really good headset. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, you, you could get sick really easily. Really easily. Okay. All right. Well, but actually, speaking of horror games, we just got the release date for Dead Space. Oh, yeah. Are you guys going to pick that up? It's, it's coming out, out, I think, January. January 23rd. No, yeah. January 20-something next year. That's the remake, right? It's a remake of the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks complete like top an to bottom. remake. Yeah, if you look at the side-by-side shot comparisons they put out like of what the first one, which in my head, for some reason, I, I thought the first one looked way better than it actually did. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things where like you're like, oh, that looked cool when I was younger. Well, yeah, at the time. I mean, I remember when I saw Final Fantasy VII you know, and all its polygon beauty. I was like, oh my god, this is the new age. Ah, 
Really? Now you look at it, yeah, for sure. I, I, I look at Final Fantasy VII the way it looked. I'm like, there's no way anybody thought this looked good at the now, time. right? No, because back then really? it was, yeah, for sure. Dude, that studio has always been cranking out some wild shit. Yeah, as far as aesthetics, that's true. When it when it first came, yeah, I, I remember when it first. Well, I came say out. because like even like the pixel, like like the first six, I feel like those have aged visually better than seven did. With well, yeah, because because they're pixelated. Yeah. Like so pixel, so that's almost timeless. Pic- pixelization is timeless. You can play a new pixelized game and it's going to be almost exactly what, was like, back what you would get back yeah. then, you know? But like 3D polygonal early PS1 era games are just they look rough. Well, remember we didn't have anything like that back then. True. So at the time when it dropped, it looked really good. It's it's something that we had never experienced before. That's fair. Not in that scale, you know? So I I remember for sure when I when I played Final Fantasy VII for the first time I was blown away, one hundred percent blown away. Then when eight came out I was like oh shit this is an upgrade. Like you're not chibi anymore. Yeah, and then nine came out and they kind of went back. Yeah. But I loved it, it cl- even more. It's cleaner. More. Yeah. yeah, it's cleaner. It, they they perfect they refined the whole polygon shit, so it looked a lot better. That's true. You know, and then ten came out and it was a game changer. 10 yeah 10 i think it, 10 is probably the first like chronologically that i feel like that one looks timeless like it looks the same as i remember it and it still looks good even by today's standards i think 12 for me oh was, 12 was i love 12 12 so underrated mm-hmm. i love 12 i love everything about 12's music the so, i could go on about 12 but i'm not gonna do it yeah right. i'm with you all right not so much here. <laughs> johnny's just like whatever <laughs> like, yeah, fuck those games <laughs> all right last story gentlemen this comes from polygon written by ollie welsh a name i can actually pronounce ollie welsh bethesda ollie, ollie <laughs> bethesda delays starfield and redfall to 2023 no but bethesda softworks has delayed starfield it's highly anticipated sci-fi rpg and redfall arcane studios vampire themed shooter to the first half of 2023. The company said Thursday morning both games had been expected to launch this year. In a statement on Twitter, the Microsoft-owned publisher said the teams at Arkane, Austin, and Bethesda Game Studios have incredible ambitions for their games, and we want to ensure that you receive the best, most polished versions of them. I like doing that. Where my voice? I'm reading my clothes. Bethesda promised to share the first deep dive on both games soon, indicating both will still make an appearance at the Xbox and Bethesda Game Show case on June 12th. Starfield is an epic science fiction RPG from the makers of the Elden, Elder Scrolls series, the first major release from the core Bethesda Game Studios since 2015's Fallout 4, and the new first new property from the studio in 25 years. Redfall is an open-world co-op shooter in the Left 4 Dead style, and its development at Arcane Studio, Ar- Arcane's Austin branch is being led by Dishonored creative director Harvey Smith. Both games have a great pedigree then, and both are very significant to Bethesda's new owner, Microsoft, too, as they are due to be the first Bethesda titles to be console-exclusive to Xbox. Mm, fuck that. I'm, I'm bummed about this because, one, yeah. I really want to play Starfield. That game looks so cool. And two, because it also means they're push- that we're further away from Elder Scrolls Six, and also further away from another Fallout game. Yeah, because that means that everything gets pushed back, and it's just like no. Like, do you think all of Bethesda's titles are gonna just be exclusive to Xbox? No, or? they've already said that. Like, for example, I think what was uh, either Elder Scrolls or Fallout. Like, those will probably be multi-platform. I hope so. But because this is like 
because this is it's like a, a, new a new IP that they want to do this like it's just an Xbox only kind of thing. I think they understand that like they don't want to isolate their fans on other stuff because like Fallout and like even in my head right now I associate Fallout with like PS3, PS4 because that's what I played it on. Mm-hmm. Even though now it's you know on the Xbox side, but I I don't think they would uh, I don't think they would make those console exclusive going mm-hmm. forward. Hey mom. <laughs> all right, so Johnny, I know you have you don't give a damn at all about. Bethesda. I mean, you already know what I'm gonna say. You're gonna say their games are I, janky, which I mean, well, but they are janky. Yeah, you know it is. There's there's charm to the jankiness though. Yeah, yeah but also, how did you not expect this? I I don't know. They announced this game like almost two years ago, didn't they? I thought like that's plenty of time. I mean, I I I mean, no, they, I guess they for, announced it because they were trying to sell the console. True, true. But I just figured like I thought you know. You know, mandates are gone. We're getting past COVID. I thought, I thought like we're all clear, like entertainment wise, like we're in the clear now. I thought. Oh, we're getting a little buzzing. Was that me? Was no, that you're that? fine. Oh, it's not reading. Oh, so okay. anyways, but Johnny, I know Johnny doesn't care. Joe, I know Joe's another Fallout. Do you care about Elder Scrolls, Joe? I don't even know if you do. Yeah, no, I definitely like. I, I mean, because every time you mention Bethesda, it's always just Fallout. So it is Fallout, but obviously, I like Skyrim. I loved it. Have Oblivion you, was great. Have you bought the different versions of Skyrim? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> On every I, single platform. No, I just I just stuck to the PS3, and that was it. Really? I didn't go past that. Yeah. Once I beat it there, I didn't want to get it anymore. Like, so if you want to play Skyrim now, you would have to dig out the old PS3. Then. Yeah. Which is not hard because I have it right next to the PS4. You didn't play it on PS5, man. It's it runs like 60 frames per second. It's smooth on PS5. Really? Yeah. If you even if you get the cheap PS4 version, you get the free upgrade to the PS5 version. Oh, so it's if I don't know if you ever want to revisit games or I probably don't know. Oh, I mean it, it's just too big to invest more time into. Like for me, like once I played it once, I can't I can't do it. Really, I just can't invest that time on that game. Right, like for RPGs, I'll play them once and then that's it. Well, because those are huge time sinks. I think. Yeah, yeah. So you're like one of those people where like you experience it like I'm ready for the next thing kind of. Thing. Yeah, really. Pretty okay, much. I'm still struggling with a. Uh, um, uh oh shit. What was the name of that game? Uh not Baldur. Baldur's not Gate. Baldur's Gate. No, oh. it's not Baldur's Gate. Oh, uh, the one we talked about last time. Yeah. Uh shoot, it was made by that studio. They only made like one game and yeah. bankrupt owned yeah, by the baseball went ban- player. Bankrupt. Uh, I can't remember. Uh Kingdoms of Amalur? Yeah, Kingdoms of Amalur. There you go. I'm still I'm I still tap into it once in a while. Eventually, I'll finish it. But you said your file got corrupted. Yeah, originally, that's why I stopped playing it on the PS3 because my file got corrupted, and I was like, you know what, I'm done with this game. <laughs> but since then, like now that it uh, that it uh, released on the PS4, mm-hmm. I've tapped into it again, and I mean, I'm even further than I was when I stopped playing it. So that's a testament to <laughs> how dedicated I was to try to finish that game. Right. Um, but. I, th- I don't think I can go back. Like, I want to play Chrono Trigger again, but I can't invest my time in that, you know? Okay. So it's just a memory. It's too me, late. Man. Yeah, it's too late. Like, I would never play any of the Final Fantasy games again once what? I play them. Yeah, I just can't, you know? Like, you just rather... mentioned 12? I mean, 12? I, no, I did. No, I would love to. I bought 12 when it came out on PS4 with the remaster of the Zodiac, Zodiac uh, Age. Yeah. I bought it and I started to play it, but I kind of stopped because yeah, it's the same thing. I just can't invest more time, you know. I have to like invest my time into other games that I haven't played. 
Right. You know, you're I'd in, rather do that. You're in dad mode. You got to manage your time carefully. Pretty much. That's, that's pretty much where it, where it lands. I got you. Johnny, any last thoughts on Bethesda before we move on? Going once? No, it's just disappointing. Going twice. That they're going to cancel all this shit. Bethesda? No, I think their gameplay is janky. I don't like any of the games. <laughs> okay. All right, Joe, make sure to scrub that audio from the recording. All right. No, nah, everyone has their own opinion. We don't need that. Sla- <laughs> we don't need the slander on here. I think. That. I think that's pretty clear. I mean, a lot of their fucking games are. Their engine is horrible. Yeah, like the engine they use for it's just those the old games. Ass engine. It is. It I is. mean, I'm they a little also, bitter. You know. They also said they're going to go into uh, Unreal Engine Five, right? Yes. So, so, so they should be okay. A fresh, a fresh. Start. Would you give it a chance then? Would you give it a chance then? On Unreal 5? Yeah, for sure. Okay. But wait, what game was that that they were going to jump into? Starfield. 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 Yeah. And it's sci-fi too. You like sci-fi. Don't you have Game Pass? You think it's going to be It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, so then Pass. what are you mad about? You're still going to be able to well, play cause, it. Well, cuz cuz just it just pushes Fallout and Elder Scrolls <laughs> Oh, around. yeah, that's true. That's true. And I rather just have Elder Scrolls 6, honestly. That's true. So I get it. All right, Johnny. Thank you for your slander. It's been stricken <laughs> stricken from the record. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our stories for this week. As we move on, let's catch up with what has everybody been playing? Johnny, Joe, Angel. I'll start it off. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the little guest here. Um, the okay, so I've I haven't been playing, but I intend to play Call of Duty again, only because they have that Project Monarch. Um, oh, Warzone, that's right. That's going in on right Warzone, now. they have Project Monarch, which is uh, King Kong and Godzilla are in the game now. Well, what's actually in it? What, what does it look like? Is that, they're they're Godzilla, kill streaks, aren't they? Yeah, they're, no, they're not killstreaks. No, no they're, they're environmental like uh, hazards. hazards. So that means you're so they attack, up in the They can attack you. Yeah, you're shooting at them. Yeah. They literally come out like Godzilla comes out of the ocean um, or he'll come out of the smoke. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. So there's a trailer for this. There's a trailer. There's game, but you can see really? gameplay now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. You can already play that. That sounds too good to be true. No, it's it's, it's a weird. Legit. It's weird because that the time for that would have been last year, I think, when the movie actually came out, not a year later when like it's not really in the public consciousness anymore. It doesn't matter. It's just weird matter. to do that. Like when it, no, the if, movie came out a year ago, I was like, why would you do that collaboration now? Oh, he's showing. Cool. Okay, Joe's showing Johnny right now, like phone footage of Godzilla. I think. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty dope. Godzilla's in the mist. So I'm, I intend to play that, but uh, also I've been uh, I've been playing Tales of Iron, which is like a side-scrolling. Any connection uh, to the Tales of series that are RPGs or no? No, 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 not at all. You actually you play as a little rat. It's like this uh, oh, anthropomorphic. I know this one. Society, this. yeah. So basically, you play as this, uh, as the son. He has of like a, a rat shield, king. right? You have a shield. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's think of it as like a side-scrolling, side-scrolling, dead soul. Yeah, or, I remember this one because we could have got the review code for it. You should have. And I, I we didn't have time. I didn't ha- I didn't have time. I was like, You should have. It's a great game. Is it? It's a great game. I remember game. now. Yeah. It's incredibly hard. The boss battles are incredibly hard, which I mean, cuz you could just keep dying and come back, come back to the boss battle. Um but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's side scrolling. It's narrated. The whole thing is narrated. Um 
so like a very like English accent. Yeah, know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I mean, they have their own language, but it's all in squeaks, like <laughs> like. So the narration comes into play. That's which cute. Is awesome. That's yeah. cute. I like that. It's a aesthetically, it's a great game. Um, it's all hand drawn. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So I highly recommend you guys play Tales of Iron. It's on. It's available through the PS4, but it just looks beautiful on the PS5. Mm. It looks great and it plays great. Like it's almost seamless. Uh, obviously, there's no real load screens unless you're fast traveling. That's the only time you get a load screen. Right. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's like <clears throat> like graphic intensive in terms of like the hardware. It doesn't look like. No, it isn't. But yeah. it's definitely graphic as far as like. Oh. Yeah, you can slice heads off and all that stuff. Jesus Christ! It's a very cute looking game, but it's very bloody. Oh, okay. I like, I like I like stuff like that where it's like 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 Naughty Bear or things like where like you like the like the on the presentation side it's like oh it's gonna be cute and it's like oh like Castle Crashers. Did you guys ever play Castle Crashers? Yes, I think I did. Yeah, that was it. Was, it was on mobile, right? It was uh, on Xbox too. It's on Xbox. I played the mobile version with the red, orange, green, purple guys. Knights. Yeah. They're all knights, and you run around and chop heads off. And yeah. it's the same aesthetics. It looks very cute, but it's very it's, bloody. It's funny you mentioned Castle Crashers because earlier in the week I was subbing for a class where one of the kids was drawing the characters from Castle. Oh, Crashers. really? Yeah. Which I was like, like, is, is that did that come back? Is that available on a new? Like it platform? is. It, it got re-released. It, they released a remaster. Oh, okay. Because like I told the kid last year. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I was like, like you know, Castle Crashers. He's like, yeah, it's a game. I'm like, yeah, but that kid, that game came out like before you were even born. Ten years ago. Yeah. Ago. So that's in- yeah. Okay, it was a PS3 release. That makes sense. But it's a lot of fun. And um, the dope thing about that game is that uh, you can play as all the characters as as you progress in the game and or as you progress as far as like just continue to play and gain points right you can unlock all the characters in that game and play as them and grow in skill level with them because they have like a 20 a 20 level system so like a skill tree or what? yeah skill it's not a skill tree because you can only unlock certain skills okay but uh there's a progression like you can unlock those skills okay so you can max out levels um but it, it's a lot of fun it's a great game Okay. Anything else? Or just uh, nah. I'm 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 looking. I'm I'm, I'm I want to pl- I want to play Trek to Yomi. Oh, also on Game Pass. Is it? Yeah, it is. <sighs> I have it downloaded on my PC right now. Well, okay, so one thing I'm kind of like a little bit disappointed on on what was uh, Project whatever PlayStation's new rollout. The oh, the uh, PlayStation uh, Plus, what was it? Yeah, the three tiered system. Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed, but I'm also looking forward to it next month. I guess, yeah, uh, because I want to play a bunch of old PS3 games. Mm. Mister, uh, I thought you don't go back to those. No, but I, the, there are games that I want to play that I didn't. Oh, get you to didn't. Play. Get to. That's okay. what I'm saying. Oh, like, so I'd love to. I'd love to play those games. You know. PSP. Um, Are you gonna go for the full tier with every? Like, I'm going for the full tier. PS One, PS Two, PS Three. I splurge. I don't care. PSP also. All of it. Give me all of it. Ah, feed me Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> Little shop of heart. Okay, I was like, that's a, <laughs> I, I know that's a plant's name. Um, that it didn't include <laughs> Crunchyroll or any of that. Stuff oh, or Funimation. That was rumored. Yeah, because yeah, it was rumored that they were gonna integrate like oh. the Funimation Crunchyroll yeah. element to it as as part of the package. 
So I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't do that because now I have to keep those damn services. It, it Which I, cool. I appreciate, by the way, because I'm binging uh, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam on that, on Joe's right? Funimation account. So thank you for that. <laughs> it I'm glad. Cool if maybe every quarter, they, along with the two games that they offer, maybe they drop in a, a Sony film alongside it. Mm. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like that a free movie dope. for the month. Yeah. yeah. I think the they're reworking like another streaming situation. Are they? Because they, they they shut down their their video, uh, their their uh, purchasing the like their store for like video TV shows movies. They used to stuff. have that was it Voodoo or something like that right? They had the no, Sony. they had their PlayStation Video. They used to no, they had like a like not satellite TV, but they had like a program where oh yeah, it was called uh, uh PlayStation TV, I think it was something like because I had it. Yeah, it was like a replacement for like traditional like satellite TV. Yeah, it was like streaming. It was like their their streaming service as far as like it was like different ch- TV channels and stuff yeah. like that. I remember it was awesome too because you can do like a split screen situation um, where you can watch multiple shows at once. How would you awesome. keep, how would you keep track of what's going on? I mean, at multiple. Shows. You could just switch between screens. But would other stuff be playing like when you're not looking at it or no? Yeah. How do you know what's going on? <laughs> you just—I never know. understood that when people did like the picture-in-picture picture thing. Like, how would I can keep trying? Well, I thought that was dope because things. they don't have it for any of the streaming services now. Oh, okay. PlayStation TV was the only one that had I can it. only see that being useful if you're someone who has to keep track of sports or something that's like going on like in the background, and then just like check the scoreboard and then just focus on your other show you're watching or something like that. It's funny because when they discontinued it, um, they uh, recommended you get YouTube TV. It was weird, like, like uh, thank you for you know the the years of of uh, of patronage or whatever. You know, if you if you're you're looking for another streaming service, try YouTube TV. And I was like, what? It's like those like Geico commercials, like, hey, we can't give you the cheapest insurance. We'll tell you who someone who can. Kind of yeah. yeah, it's funny because I mean I was already like I'm already like a Google aficionado, you know, so I already had like YouTube Music, so it was nat it was a natural switch over for me. Mm. But I just thought that was interesting that they would promote YouTube TV, yeah. Even though they have no connection to it, I know there's like other ones too, right? So like one of my friends uses one called UB or UB. I heard of that you. It's like some other like streaming thing, but it's like free, I think, with like oh, commercials. It? Yeah, it's like oh, U- yeah. TV UB TV UB something like that. Oh, okay. but it's like like. St- old syndicated shows that are not as popular ah. but it's like stuff from like the 90s and 80s and stuff that you can watch but it's like it's free it's completely free oh okay so that's cool but uh anyways johnny what have you been playing and i know you've been playing something because we haven't convened for weeks uh not a whole lot i Damn it. actually didn't know i had inside i just downloaded that game the indie game inside yeah oh the it's like black right black and white i love that game yeah it's good I, I, love that I, I, I just installed it. That's like the black and white looking game, right? Yeah, it's by the makers of uh, uh, Limbo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Actually, you know what? I was thinking of Limbo, and I thought that in Limbo was called Inside. You're right. I'm the, Inside's the one with like. It it's has, a more industrial. Yeah, it has like yeah. like a assembly line or something like. A little the hanging. end of that game is crazy. How was the gameplay though? It's fun. It's oh. just a, it's just a platform like a side scrolling platform. Huh? I thought you were playing it. No, I just installed it. Oh. It's a it's a yeah. it's a it's a puzzler. It's a puzzle game. Is it like a what is it called? Level, level, Low nightmares. Low nightmares. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm Very similar to that. Sure. Uh, the aesthetic looks awesome. Though. It's it great, like- man. It's great. It's so eerie. Yeah. 
And I'm telling you, the ending is crazy. I heard I've never played it, but I've heard it's like one of those games that gets put on lists for like 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 weird endings or something like that. It's like one of those like it's one of the weirdest endings I've ever experienced. I've heard of that because it's just so, it's so cool. Like Don't spoil the aesthetics it. of the game are, is are just great. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a great game, mm-hmm. but even though there is no dialogue, there's still a lot of story there. Little Nightmares is like that too. Like there's never like spoken dialogue. It's just yeah. all contextual. Yeah. Same with this game. Uh, it's a puzzle solver, so you just gotta you know figure out puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ending is just mind blowing. <laughs> it's crazy. Now I have to play. It. Now I have it's to gonna be so unexpected. <laughs> I guarantee you're gonna be like, what the? It was all a dream. Uh, another game. I'm it's gonna, crazy. Another game I'm gonna pick up because uh, Sony just came up with a sale. Is have you seen? The trailers for Daymare, uh, Daymare, 1998. No. It's a horror game. Oh, okay. Yeah, Daymare? I, yes. Like Nightmare, but Day. Yes. Hmm. Uh, they're just about to release another one, Daymare, in 1994. So the year before or the year after? Yeah, but the deal with that game is is that they were going to make a like a fan version of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And then they got to a certain point and they said, hey, whatever, we got something something different, interesting here. So they just came out with a full-fledged horror game. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm looking at the pictures right now. This it actually looks, looks like RE quality. Yeah. It looks really good, actually. Yeah, it's, it might have some wonky mechanics, like you have to put in the bullets into your clip type of deal. Some some auto mechanics. But they say it's fun and it's scary. It does look scary. Yeah, so that's going to be a pickup. Uh, it looks pretty high production, actually. Well, I'm going to pick it up, so it'll be on my... How much is it? Do you remember? It's like 10 bucks. That's not bad. And it's a uh, uh, Resident Evil is like an eight-hour game, and this is a ten to twelve-hour game. Okay. So it seems like it's worth it. Which Resident Evil are we talking about? Uh, the remakes. Oh, the yeah. Remakes. This looks like the re- like one of the remakes. Yeah. yeah. Like that, like visual, the lighting and like the actual production quality looks like comparable mm-hmm. to the remakes. Yeah, it looks good actually. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's that. that. I've been playing um, Gran Turismo. Uh, just. Fucking driving around. The sports one, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I got back back into it because it's about the time where I need to start considering personally what car I need to buy. Oh, okay. So it kind of got my interest back into like. Oh, you mean in real life? Yeah. In real oh, okay. Life. I'm like, oh fuck. I, I've I've been looking at a ton of cars, right? So. Uh, it got my itch going again for like, fuck. I I love Mazdas and Toyotas and the old school cars like mm-hmm. the RX7s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Grand Turismo again, and of course, Fortnite, you know, the, the social Fortnite aspect. Fortnite Battle Pass. Yeah, but it's at like the end of the season, so it's like, oh, there ain't shit to do, right? Did you get Doctor Strange already? Hmm? Did you get Doctor Strange, the character? Did I get? Yeah, yeah, I've got him. Uh, that's really it. Okay, alright. So you have plans to play stuff, and then you actually been playing stuff, so. Yeah, but nothing... That I've been really anticipating for, you know? Something substantial. Yeah, no, no, like, RE, no major game. Real quick, Control is a lot of fun. You should play Control, man. I did play Control. Nah, you didn't play Control. I don't think Control is... Yeah, you played yourself. That's what you (laughs) played. I don't think it's even got in a levitation. Oh, yeah, you got No, I don't think so. You got to play that game. I just throw stuff. It's, um... And the, shoot stuff. The combat is uh, limited, but it's still fun. Dude. I just don't like the setting. It's so gray and white and just 
it's bland. Like, it feels like X Files. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's just I don't know. The setting just feels so like. Bleh. I also get like I also get like some Silent Hill vibes too. Yeah. Like it's a great game. Like there's atmospheric fog or what? Yeah, like it's just eerie. Like you get into like these eerie. areas where you're just like Ugh, creepy. It's 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 a lot. Of I guess fun. it's just because I don't understand anything and just it doesn't it doesn't try to like make it easy to understand. I feel like in the end it's all gonna connect. Like one, I feel like towards the end it'll all start. How long? To make sense. How long is it? Like on average. I haven't finished it. Oh what? I haven't finished, but but I'm telling you, as someone who hasn't finished it yet. And I'm enjoying it as much as I am. Like you should play it. Also, me, I'm always looking for new mechanics in a video game, and this is one of the few games that has great telekinetic mechanics. That makes sense to me because one of my other friends really loves Control, and he's he has the exact same mentality where he's like he likes games that are not like just like other games. He likes games that have like you said different mechanics, or they have like a premise where like you play the game differently than most games. So. Yeah, uh, control is definitely that kind of game. Yeah, and, and if, if you're looking for that, because I mean, you play a uh, Lost and Random, totally fucking different. That game's fun. So very cute, very fun. Have you played Lost and Random, Joe? Do you know that one or no? No, I haven't played it. It's weird. It's like a card. It's like a deck building, platforming, action. Oh, I downloaded turn. that, so someone gave it a try. Which one? Lost and Random. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, oh well, I've been playing a whole bunch of stuff just because it's been a couple of weeks since we've gotten together. So I've been playing. I just completed uh, Luigi's Mansion for the first time ever. Never played that game before. I played it on the 3DS. Uh, I wanted it when it first came out on GameCube when I was a kid. I wanted it, but my parents didn't give me a, a GameCube, so I never played it until this past week. Uh, definitely, I feel like that game probably does play better on GameCube because the 3DS doesn't have two analog sticks; only has one. Mm-hmm. And it just feels very awkward. The controls are awful. But the premise of the game, like kept, it's like Ghostbusters, but as Luigi, it's really cool. You explore a mansion that's kind of like Resident Evil 1's mansion. Like the layout's very similar. And you just go around just sucking up ghosts and stuff. And like, it's really, it's different from the traditional like Mario formula. Like I don't think there's even like a jump button because you're just exploring like a giant house. And you just go from room to room getting keys. There's a lot of like Resident Evil like references and nods, which is funny. Cause like the four keys that you get are uh, there's a cl- there's a club key, a spade key, a heart key, and a diamond key, mm-hmm. which is a Resident Evil Two reference to the plugs. Mm-hmm. And there's like a uh, there's like a fake out thing where like I remember I think something comes through like the mirror or like something like that, which is a Resident Evil Two nod also. So there's like a lot of references like cute like it pokes at Resident Evil like in a cute way. Well, it comes up through the mirror. In L- Liquors in Resident Evil Two through the interrogation room. Where the mirrors, uh, yeah, that's a great fucking scene. They do something like that, but with a ghost instead of a liquor, obviously. But that's cool. It's it's cute. It's a cute game. But uh, I, from what I've heard, like the third game is like the best one, the one on Switch, the new one. They came out like two years ago. So I never played any of the Luigi Mansion game, so I tried that out. Um, I also got a review code for a game called uh, I think it's pronounced Biota, or it's B dot I dot O dot T dot A. That's how it's like an acronym. And I think this would probably be up more your alley, Joe, because it's like a very pixelated, like Metroidvania. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. So it's very pixely. It kind of has like a premise similar to like Aliens, like the movie Aliens, where like there's a mysterious asteroid that crashed on Earth and like this elite squad of people go in and like everybody's being like transformed or xenomorphed or whatever into like these like aliens and stuff. And it's just it's just like a side scrolling old school pixel shooter. 
Mm. Like, there's like five different characters. Each have like a different one. There's like a sniper rifle one, a submachine gun, a shotgun one. And just like the way they play and handle, they have like different strengths and stuff. But it's very much like a Metroidvania. Mm. Like when you check your map and you just see like little squares, like a grid of squares of like what rooms you've been into, what rooms you haven't been into. And then like you have to trigger like locks and keys to go backtrack. It's very much like, like oh, I can't progress in this area. I have to come back here later on when I get something kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So that might I think you might be into that, Joe. Um, it's really hard for me because I'm not used to those kind <laughs> of games, like where like you die and you lose like a lot of like progress because oh, like the checkpoints are if you don't save it. <laughs> the checkpoints are far in between and there's no auto save, so you have to manually save, which is like something I haven't done since like the 90s. <laughs> I'm used to that. Are you? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely used to that. I, there's another game that I was playing for the Switch that I just bought maybe last month or early last month okay. called Greek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's know. such a fun game. Yeah, so you're like, it's like on the side of a pot kind of thing, right? Or no? No. I'm thinking no, of another no, no, one no. then. You're thinking of a... Uh, it's with an A. It starts with an A. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's an old game. Um, no, but this game just came out last year, I believe. It's called Greek, and you play as three siblings, and you can play all, you play all of them at the same time. That was another. So you just game. have to switch. You have to switch between yes. the characters. Yes, look. It's like a very cutesy looking game, right? It reminds me of a Child of Light, or like Ori. Kind of looks like Ori. Or yes, yeah. yes, actually, yes. It it does remind me a lot of of Ori. Because that was another game I could have. I could have you, gotten a review code. Oh, you <laughs> could have gotten that. That's such a good game. I wonder, uh, you know, in the future, Joe, if you're interested, I can just like outsource to you. Like, <laughs> hey, here's a code, but you just have to come on and talk about it at least once. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll send some of those to you. Maybe. Yeah, Greek is a fun game. You play as uh, these three siblings, the older brother, the younger brother, and the, the baby sister. Yeah. And they all have their own thing. Like the older brother is a shield bearer, um, you know, more of like a knight kind of character. The 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 brother, the whose name is Greek, his he's kind of more of like a rogue type of of player, uh, and then the sister is a magic wielder, and then you get to play as all of them at the same time. So you know you have to leave the siblings up on a platform while the other brother goes does something. Then you can leave him there and switch back to the other sibling, and then you know it's it's a lot of fun. It's sort of like it's sort of like um. Abe's Odyssey when you control the mm -hmm. when you possess them mm -hmm. and they go do a task that's cool yeah it's a lot of fun it's a great game it sounds Story's it sounds cool like too. that game uh, from Double Fine I don't know if you played it Brothers yeah that's what it sounds I loved like. Brothers that's man. what it sounds like Brothers was great Brothers was great I, I played a little bit of, I actually I have it on PSN I, I just I haven't played that much of it like years ago when I got it I played a little bit for like an hour and then I just I, that was a PS3 release too yeah I think I just got distracted by other stuff when it, a lot of that, things happen like we're like I'll play a game and like I know this is good but something else calls me at the time or at the moment but is Brothers the one where they escape the Joe? no you're thinking no, of A Way Out that's A Way Out which is by the same studio also no that's not Isn't Double it? Fine that's uh the guy who like like F the Oscars that's a that's um that's a e, that's a different team. I can't remember his name. Okay, so maybe it's the same publisher. Yeah, they're both they're both no because Double Fine thing is independent. This guy was is with EA under like a separate thing. Uh, shoot, I, I can't. This they were by the same. No, they have similar premises. No, he also did uh, the new one that just got like Game of the Year. It was um, oh, uh, the, it takes two. It takes two. It takes two to make a thing go. Yes, which they're making a show of. Haze Light, right? Haze Light Studios. Double Fine did Brothers and like the other like that's the Tim Schafer stuff. Is the show live action? 
Uh, I'm not sure. Is what? Is it live action? I, I don't think it would be live action. What is? Uh, it, takes the, it takes two. No, no, it's the one with the little toys. The no, little they're making a show. Oh no, they're making a movie with the Rock. Oh, a movie. That's what the it Rock means. is attached somehow to. It takes two. He'll probably play like the father. Maybe, which is weird because I hear that he was actually kind of dark. Yeah, it's about divorce. Yeah, it's about two parents like reconciling their divorce or something yeah. like that. And it's like the way the kid, the child between them, kind of views it contextually through it. Yeah. So, which is funny because that game was also a category for like family games. A family game. Which yeah. is just like, mm, you just look, you just saw it and you're like, oh, this looks cute. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, okay, so yeah, uh, Luigi's Mansion. Uh, what was the one I just said? Oh, Biota, the B-I-O-T-A. It's just like a side scrolling. It's cool because you get you unlock different um, palette swaps, so you can have like the old school like Game Boy, like the dark green with the gray. Oh shit! And you can have there's like uh, there's like so many different like palette swaps you can just put on the screen. It's it's, it's Fun. I don't know if I'm gonna complete it just because I'd rather play other stuff. I mean, it's fun <laughs> for what it is, but it's I I got stuck and I have no idea what to do. And because not enough people have played it, there's not that much information out there on the internet for me to like figure Fully out. Fully embrace. Yeah, it's like oh, I wish yeah. more people play this because I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. So, but I might, I might Reddit. I might yeah. I'll check Reddit. I might go back to it, but we'll see. And then what's the other thing? I was playing one other game. Oh, I'm still trying to get through Elden Ring. I kind of put that on pause for now because I just thought you had completed that. Elden Ring, no. Neither that nor Triangle Strategy. I'm still stuck with both games. Mm. Oh, that's right. He's in his rut. I'm in a rut. Yeah, I'm in a rut. No, I I got back to playing, but I just those games just feel so like long daunting. i just feel daunting thank you that's what i was looking for daunting <laughs> i'm just like let me play this little cute nintendo game it's gonna take me like five or six hours and try to make progress with like shorter games i know i can beat like we need to, yeah i know i, I gotta catch up on games but we have completed games that we need to review was it uh, was forbidden west you oh guys done that's right <laughs> I'm I'm just so far removed from that game, like I don't even know what I would say now. Well, so am I, but I mean, all you gotta do is freshen up on the story. I'll, yeah, I'll just dive in and just play for like an hour and be like, oh yeah, I remember now what I thought. So. There was another game that was announced recently that's like a multiplayer, uh, like a uh, oh salt 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 and sanctuary. Salt and sacrifice. Oh, that's the a sequel, sequel to Salt the sequel Sanctuary. To Salt and Sanctuary. Another 2D so, Bloodsborne style. So they made that one multiplayer online. Really? Yeah. So you can. You know how, how in Elden Rings you can invade? Yeah. So they're allowing you to do that, or you can join... Cooperatively. Co-op, yeah. That's dope. Where you can fight, you know, the mages. That's cool. Yeah. It All looked right. really dope. All right, Joe. I just saw that trailer, like, not too far. I, I know you're pressed for time right now, because I'm checking the top right now. So let's go straight into the pitch. Ooh. <laughs> Daddy. All right, Joe. Well, because we've already talked about what we've been playing, so I don't know. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, prior to us starting this episode, we uh, drew from the... Uh, oh, okay. So, the pitch is a segment for the initiated that we haven't done in a while. Because Joe is here. And because he develops this segment, we're going to do it. And it's basically we take uh, premises from a container about like setting for like a game. So, like space, underwater, World War II. And then combine it with a type of game like genre like RPG, first-person shooter, racing even maybe etc and so we're gonna give joe a couple options here to kind of give us a blueprint for a game he would potentially pitch in the future all right so i guess my pick was for for the settings okay 
I think uh, I have the other three. Right and here. I have two. Uh, I have the Amazon, and I have an underground base. Okay. So I think these are the genres or the game genres. If you want to, sure. Go ahead and take a, a gander, as you say. Let's give it a shot. Let's see. Uh, so this one right here uh, is action adventure. Okay, so um, I guess what like Super Mario. Little Big Planet, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Or it can even be like Uncharted, which I would consider action adventure. This one's an RPG. Okay, my favorite one. Oh, my favorite. Well, with, besides fighting. Um, ultra, ultra, ultra. And this one right here. Combo break. Oh, finance tycoon. Yeah, that's not nice. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, I think it's supposed to be like kind of like a like a sim or like a simulation kind of like like tycoon. Like yeah, yeah like roller coaster tycoon or like uh, like a go like any of the simulator games they have like mm-hmm. there's like, like which is like a very Jurassic popular. World Evolution or something. Yeah, like those like park manager mm-hmm. kind of games. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to go with? Joe? Uh, let's go with. Uh, I feel like underground base and RPG is like. It's vague doesn't. enough where it, you have a lot of like wiggle room there. You know, okay, so uh, I'm down with the Amazon. I'm down with Amazon and I'm down with. I'm down with RPG. Yeah. An Amazon An Amazon RPG. RPG. Okay. All right. I, have you guys done anything like that before? I don't think so. We don't do too many RPGs. Oh. But we've done an Amazon something before. I remember, like it came up, and I it, yeah, it definitely wasn't an RPG. I think it was an Amazon horror, wasn't it? No, I think we did an Amazon. This was one where we had a drive. Remember, the family was on the other side, and Fortes came through, and he took his family. That wasn't Amazon. That was like we did like some kind of like Aztec or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Close. Close, close, but not quite. What do you have there? I actually got things that match up with the other one with the base. Oh. Okay. Let's let's hear them. Let's hear them. So, one of my favorite topics. Well, first of all, I have invention. Okay. okay. I already have a damn story. If we go the Did you say invention? Yes, invention. What is that? Oh, invention is it's a modifier. This oh, your modifiers. Okay. Our modifiers. Johnny's famous mm-hmm. modifiers. And uh, special ops. So like, okay, that makes sense with the base. Yeah. Delta Rangers. You know? Right, right. Or maybe Amazon special ops. Damn, my special, my favorite topic: extraterrestrials. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay, okay. Oh, Let's do an underground base RPG about extraterrestrials. That's XCOM. That's literally XCOM, isn't it? No, you're not in the underground base. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's not RPG. I mean, XCOM isn't an RPG. I mean, it kind of is. It's strategy, kind of RPG. Yeah, like plate movements. And, it's more of an RTS. Which is, okay, okay. Let's not, let's not get into <laughs> semantics here. And the, the only role you play are special ops. Fair enough. Doesn't go much beyond that. All right, Joe, what you got? All right, let's. Uh, so we're doing an under. Okay, we can do. Let's do an RPG about an extraterrestrial who's trying to get out of an underground base that he's been trapped in. Is this like that movie ages. Paul? Have you seen the movie Paul? I have seen Paul. That's what I thought of right away. <laughs> um. Yeah, we could do a, a an RPG about an underground base. So are we gonna throw? Because we can throw in multiple things. And all these things match up to me. I was thinking, we do the underground base. Uh, somebody's an inventor, 
and he created like a Stargate for like better words, and the fucking aliens came through. And then the special ops are like, we got to solve Oh, so we're just tossing all of them in that's, there. That's and the Doom. underground is base is in the Amazon. Oh. Okay. Yes. Hey. Okay, so the underground base is in the Amazon. It's like, we're not doing that this on This inventor soil. created like a Stargate yeah. situation where the aliens came through um, in, a, in, a, in a crazy attempt to kind of stop it from, from, from them coming through. They destroyed that Stargate, and now the, the aliens are stuck on this side. Yeah, but the aliens, the thing is, it's in, in the Amazons. And the special ops just can't do it with, like, with, uh, with their M4s or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny forgot to pick up the mic. So, you kinda the, so the special ops just can't do it by, by sheer force. Uh, I think there should be maybe some supernatural element going on. Okay. And it comes from the Amazons. So before you're able to get to the aliens and defeat them, you got to figure out these, uh, I don't know, like ritual attacks or... Mm, like a, like a, an enhancer for you to be able to fight these aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason they're being repressed is because it's in the Amazon. And they can't come out. That's a little tough. I okay. feel like we did this before, didn't we, Joe? Like last time we were we, with Keenan and you, like we did something. I don't like, remember. Something to do with aliens and like special forces. Okay, it just takes place in the Amazon. Let's simplify it. Okay. So no underground base. No, no, we can keep that. Okay. But I was just, I'm trying to figure out the, the gameplay element to it. So I'm thinking, okay. thinking a little bit ahead. Um, well, if it's an RPG, do we want it to be like a turn based or an action RPG? Maybe something like an action RPG, like uh, you guys are a little better at this portion. <laughs> I'd be up for like an action RPG, uh, something more akin, even even like a first person shooter RPG. I'm thinking like, and I guess this because it sounds like the inspiration, the the setting is inspired. Reminds me of like that. I play that Predator, the isometric Predator game. I haven't. It sounds a lot like that. Where like here, it's like it's not an action RPG, but there's action elements where it's like if you played Friday the Thirteenth or like any of those games where it's like one creature one strong creature against like the rest of the oh game. yeah yeah okay then I, I i have like that's a third person yeah it's third person action. but it's similar ish because it's in the jungle so that's why that's one thing that mm, that does kind of sound very familiar you could do that you could do that okay i'm down for that so you're saying we go with a strong daddy and you're there's like a team of you trying to take them out yeah you could do that it's very similar, but yeah, I don't see why not. There's no like, there's no license or rule saying you can't do that. I feel like the RPG element is limiting me. Okay, you like skill trees. But you guys are better at the RPG thing, but I feel like I want to fight hordes. Okay. So is that possible in an RPG? So like wave-based enemies kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Like you're going in there at the beginning. It's it's not hordes, right? You're it's it's an underground base. And some sections are going to look different because they're not fully developed, like caves and stuff. Right, right. right. And there's like, what are they called? The uh, cenotes where they have the water yes. and all that? Yeah. I don't so, know what the English word is, but you're right. They're like so, water caves. Yeah, so there's some sections where you got to put your dive suit and the gameplay is different because it's underwater, but it's still a shooter. water sections. <laughs> they're never fun. <laughs> no, but I'm down with that. Uh, I would say if... It's not like a traditional like turn-based RPG, but because the the term RPG has become very loose, yeah, in the last ten fifteen years. Yeah, I mean Kingdom Hearts is an RPG. Yeah, and yeah. and it has hordes. 
Yeah, it does. You can you can fight waves swords, of heartless. Waves of heartless. So yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that element. You're in the Amazon. You have to go. You have to trek through the Amazon to even get to the underground base. If you're special ops. All right. So what is? Is there exploration? Because when you say you have to trek the Amazon, I'm thinking, uh, Metal Gear Snake Eater. Mm. What a thrill! Along the way, you're chopping up snakes, in trying to get your yeah. out of that. You pick up. You can pick up a character that is, you know, one of the natives. Like a guide. Yeah. He opens up his coat and sells you. Like, <laughs> Not necessarily that, but he has like <laughs> primitive weapons that can can get through certain things that your stuff can't. Explosive spears or something. <laughs> well, we, I guess, I guess we end up, I, I, like, it's hard not to repeat the old stuff that yeah. I like, you know? Like, immediately I thought, oh, fuck, I want uh, poison darts. Mm-hmm. Do we want to add more poison darts? Yeah, hell yeah, okay. we do. <laughs> On top of, like, you get into a situ- situation, you are a, spe- a spec ops, uh, but then, like, your weapons aren't are useless. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe you're figuring out that your weapons are useless. But, but you gotta, gotta figure out how to make a tranquilizer, right? Because you gotta get one, bring them back, and then dissect them and figure oh, out. Oh, like how reverse these engineer, like yeah, reverse engineer the how these like things that. operate, right? And then there there could be a, a portion because all games now are. That's cool though because that kind of like it's like you can kill them, or if you bring them in alive, it's harder. But there's like a reward for doing that rather than just like outright killing them or something. Well, that's kind of like XCOM. You take them back to your base and you dissect them, and you're like, oh, this game does this. Really? XCOM does that? That's cool. I like that. Uh, and then out of that, you can get upgrades to, to your weapons, to your base ones, weapons that are more like alien-like-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Ooh, you incorporate their weaponry into your Yeah, you arsenal. just modify your, your arsenal. Yeah. Some kind of men in black stuff. I like that. I like that. I, I think that there, there could be exploration uh, in the same, the same way that you kind of do like a Castlevania game. Or like a, a Super Metroid game where there are sections, there are different map sections. Like backtracking or something. Yeah, where you can backtrack. Like you said, you 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 I can break through capture one now. alien and then you're able to bring it back uh, and siphon one of its abilities. I actually haven't seen that in a game because a lot of the games that we play, like uh, Assassin's Creed and Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, you're just like parkouring between like rocks and buildings and all that. But if you add the military element, it's like, do you get a grappling hook now? Do you get mm-hmm. uh, explosives to maybe get into a crevice? I think yeah. exploration would be a lot doper with, like, high-tech stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you have to backtrack to get. Right. Yeah, you, you get to maybe use your thermals to find a location or... Full-on predator. <laughs> yeah, you get to do a lot of cool military shit. Like, maybe you get... Uh, Fulton recovery type of deal. Fulton, right? Fulton, Fulton recovery. Yeah, that's how you yeah. take your aliens out of the. the like, like imagine there's an alien, you you take one down, and then there's a horde, and you're like, I can get the fuck out. So you use your what did you say, Fulton? Fulton, Fulton recovery. Fulton recovery. Yeah, you've seen that, right? No. You uh, do you remember in the uh, the Dark Knight where he goes to chi- where Batman goes to China? Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. The balloon and the plane comes up, and grabs them. Catches onto the balloon. Yeah, yeah that's Fulton recovery. Oh, you play. You do that in um in the special missions in, in uh, Call of Duty Modern yeah. Warfare. In the the old building. You also do it in uh, Peace Walker if you ever play Elder Solid Peace Walker. Yeah. yeah, that's how you capture the enemies. Okay. Okay, uh, I like that. All right, so your squad. Uh, I want it to be like a, a squad of four people, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, I don't know if I want to do classes, mm-hmm. uh, but you all go in there and then you give each other cues on like, there's one over there, set up a trap right here. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, I need all you guys to, to set up a trap and then you hit them with the dart. Like there's gotta be heavy coordination. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You could play it alone, but it takes a lot more effort. Yeah. So. I like that. Right. Uh, I wouldn't I, mind I, having a four, a four man team. And even if it's like uh, you you can opt in to play as the four-man team or you can control all four. It sounds kind of like – wasn't it like, like okay. an Aliens game that just came out that does this? Fire team or whatever? Fire or something? Oh, that's like Guns Blazing. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the four-man team yeah, and yeah. everything and stuff. That's like very similar. Yeah, though, I think those moments will happen. Guns Blazing or Stealth. All right. Um, all right, so we got combat. I want to add more to the combat. It, it like doesn't have that – that kick or that special element to me yet. Okay. So, how how would you guys modify it? Like, it's gonna be you're gonna have alien tech, so you're gonna be able to do cool stuff. Like you'll get eventually you'll get like camo. Right? Yeah. Uh, you get you get the heat signature thing. You get camo, the poison darts, the armor piercing stuff. You get a bunch of guns. What it doesn't even matter. You get your uh, like an M4 fuck, uh, Uzi. modifiers like yeah, alien yeah. technology that modify like your M4. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you need your silent weapons. You have a silent bow. Um, it's got to be brutal, of course. I, I want some type of primitive primitive element element too, though, like like a like your bow and arrow or your spear i'm trying to connect it more to the amazon not mm-hmm. just as far as the environment but like the people around you like how are they going to assist you because those aliens are a threat to them too right? yeah uh, yeah so uh, actually the story let's get into the story uh the aliens come through and they start harvesting people Ooh, taking the villagers yeah. So well, that works too because they're like <clears throat> isolated it's not like a heavy metropolitan area yeah 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 so so at first there's like a lab there's a base there's a the, the stargate or whatever they come through and then it wipes everybody out and then you get the call like you gotta you gotta lock it down but before that there were some some aliens that took off and they started harvesting and bringing them back to the base so when you're in the base you see like the cocoon type of deal right yeah uh you rescue some people with some high uh some high um vips somebody's phone is that what that sound is? Or something. I guess, yeah. Is that you, Johnny? I think so. Oh, it sounds like, I don't recognize that sound. <laughs> oh, okay, so... Um, what are we calling this, Johnny? Joe? What's... Wait, Mr. Wait. I, wanted to, I wanted to add one more thing. Oh, okay. Like, wait. So, I think if you get an opportunity to get, like, a villager to... to, to I really want, like a, like, a, like, a villager or somebody, a local, mm-hmm. to join your team. That representation. Then, yeah, and then potentially like that, their skill is like being being able to like befriend the animals, so you can have like some type of familiar. Like kind of like Snow White kind of friend. Like, not no like no no friend. like 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 a I don't know like a leopard or something. Oh okay something more you know something more lethal okay yeah but something are we going, lethal. Are we going supernatural or, or he just trains it? Like no, maybe trains. that's the supernatural element, you know, as a local. Oh, as, I thought you like know, he like domesticated it or something. No, not necessarily. Like it, they could be, you know, because of their mysticism for being locals or you know Amazonians or voodoo whatever you want or something. Or? Yeah, like they can maybe they can uh, project themselves onto animals and and get deeper in, you know. Mm-hmm. 
That'd be kind of dope. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know, man. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like there's like a lot of ideas that you're like out in the ether, and it's kind of just like just trying to make it a tight, cohesive, I think, kind of experience is the uh, the tricky part here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of the name already. I'm trying to think of like what would, but it, I don't know. This is a tough one. Anything has to do with like jungle stuff. I'm just not well versed in, so mm-hmm. I have to like try really hard to think of a good name for this, but. I don't know, Mister Mister. Oh, I come up with the great ideas during the. I mean, you could call it the jungle. Just that, that's a pretty straightforward name. You could call it the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Mm, probably not welcome to the jungle. No, I just like that song. What are you pointing at, Johnny? Do you want to pause just so we? Can yeah. Name? We're back. And we <laughs> settled. We never left. And <laughs> <laughs> we settled. <laughs> On. Gate so, of Andromeda. There you go. Gate of Andromeda. We're not fully into it. Goa. Goa. Gate of Andromeda. What were we about to say? No, no. <laughs> Goat. Oh, I figured. <laughs> yeah. Gate of Andromeda Task Force. Or Goat. Then it would be Goat. Goat. Yeah. Goat. Gate of Andromeda Task Force. <laughs> no, that's corny. Just Gate of Andromeda. Gate works. of Andromeda. Keep it simple. I was like, Occam's Razor, like, the simplest solution is the best. <laughs> he's, he's not fully. Johnny's not satisfied. This is my him. favorite part, but I'm not quite satisfied with it. Uh, but, okay. Gate of, Gate of Andromeda. In the interest I, of time. I like those. I feel like they clashed, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end. That was a little episode. tough. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tough. It was a little tough one there. All right. Well, I'd like to thank Johnny and Joe for joining the Jays. E. We got the Jays here with us. Thank you for uh, what it is. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a tough situation going forward from here in terms of recording schedule, Johnny. But we'll hash out the details for that later. Joe, thanks for coming out here way out all day, baby. Out to the desert. You're longer here than I expected. Like, like uh, I was like, what time is it now? It's like nine, and we started like at two. Three. three closer to three that's because yeah. we did a, we were talking about other stuff, and stuff we did too, a double so. pod yeah we, we doubled double up on the pod today. that's right so thanks for coming now hopefully Absolutely. it won't be too long before we see you again hopefully it won't. you guys will see me sooner right another right concert right. or something happens or yeah for sure family get together or something johnny's been saying he's wanting to get all the cousins together but it's just tricky because of you know everybody's doing something these days so that's not really yeah, so we'll figure out something, but like this, even this like the little circle, with, and you know, Brian obviously is not here, but yeah, like, we, this, as far as like oh, this, what we've been saying is we just gonna get like me, Andrew, Joe, Ruben, and Brian together for a while. Oh, Ruben, that'd be great. Oh, Ruben's not gonna happen. He's on his way to Florida. He's driving right now, like permanently. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's moving to Florida. He's moving to Florida. Yeah, just you know, uh, Col is better out there, so. Mm. But anyways, hey, uh, anyway, so if you managed to make it this far into the pod, I even think about. Thank you uh, to our listeners for, for hanging out and being patient with us. I know we haven't released an episode in like, uh, well, as of time of recording, at least like two weeks, maybe more. Yeah, Johnny? it's been like three, almost three. Yeah, but just life happens. Life does. And like in the words of the great Jeff Goldblum, life uh, finds a way. Finds a way. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> 
All Jurassic, right. Domi- Jura- Jurassic World Dominion coming next uh, month. Are you optimistic about that one? Because I'm not. I really. am. I, I'm really? excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to. I want to see Sam Neill and what was her name? Laura Dern. Laura no. Dern. But I like Jeff Goldblum. I just don't. Th- the premise of them of dinosaurs being in North America just sounds like silly to me. And then with the winter too, like aren't they warm, cold blooded? Like I don't know. There's a bunch of issues. <laughs> I'm sure. The, I'm sure the screenwriters. That's what they get paid for. They'll figure a way out to make it make sense. But that's for everything. I have two names. Got it <laughs> you just okay. needed some time do it i got anunnaki arrival or primal portal Ooh, primal portal i, I, I like, like i like the alliteration of primal portal it's pp yeah yeah like powerpoint primal portal i like that or pp yeah <laughs> primal porter you got it that's it primal porter portal baby you just needed to marinate the idea a little bit <laughs> i like that and with that ladies and gentlemen we have come to an end. Thanks again to everybody who's listening to us. Keep reaching out. If you have any comments, suggestions, questions, you want to tell Joe how great he did on this pod, or maybe you don't <laughs> want to tell him that. Maybe you want to tell Johnny that he's gotten rusty or something. Uh, or myself. I don't know if you mentioned them, but you can reach his, his father. I'm sorry. I didn't do the proper. I'm not. You can tell it's I'm not used to this. I'm, it's, it's I'm, so, I'm so used to just talking to Johnny. So <laughs> that's right. So our, our good friend Joe here from the None of Our Business podcast. The noob. A terrific podcast, a staple of my weekly commute. You guys should all check it out. They talk about everything. I mean, literally everything. Even some things that you're not sure we should be listening to. Yeah, that's what we're all about. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the New Pod. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and None of Our Business. Find us on all your streaming services, just None of Our Business. Uh, episode 169 dropping later this week with the Duo Sense podcast. Yeah, uh, find us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, and we'll see you when we see you. Good night. Peace.